Another week, another podcast. I'm back. Um, I don't have an intro and I honestly have no interest in having an intro because this podcast is just me talking to myself. I talk to myself so much and I think that's why I started a podcast because I was like, why don't I just talk to people? Well, I'm still talking to myself and hoping people will listen, but it's been more exciting. The thought, I'm like, maybe someone could listen to this. Anyway, so I'm not going to make an intro of it because... I'm not doing this professionally. I think this is so much more unprofessional than, my, than when I did it two years ago and I've told some people to listen to it and they're going to be like, wow, this girl is just rambling. But on that note, and maybe it's something you picked up last week, we're going to talk about ADHD. Crazy. Me? ADHD? I reckon a lot of people already guessed that before I did. Um, yeah, it's actually been a blessing. Honestly, I think it's a superpower. I think it's one of the greatest things that I possibly have ever been told I have ADHD. And not just because it's really fun to use it as an excuse for things. I use it for an excuse, but yes, I also like to take accountability and responsibility for anyone that's listening, thinking I just wing it. Um, yeah, it's just made me realise how, you know, my mind works differently and that filters into so many different aspects of my life and behaviours that I possess and it's made me stop questioning myself so much and I think it's actually been really freeing. Um, I had the appointment with the psychiatrist, oh, I want to say it was maybe about a year and a half ago, um, maybe a bit long, mm, no, I think about a year and a half ago um, and it was long, it was like three and a half hours over Zoom, um, he's lovely, great, great guy, adore him, um, like I said last time, gives me Ritalin, what more could you ask for, um, not for free, that's for sure, anyway, um, yeah, so we had this chat, he asked me about, like, my, my past, sorry, like, when in childhood and learning, and I just, he wasn't, I didn't feel like he was questioning me, I felt like he really wanted to get to know me, and I felt really, like, like a human being, I didn't feel like this person was just, looking at me as a label and was ready to be like, yeah, you have ADHD. Like, he really wanted to figure me out and understand how I think, how I behave, how I do things, and, like, actually get to the bottom of whether or not I do struggle with ADHD. Um, and he also asked for my... This is quite funny. He asked for my childhood reports from school. And my mum... God bless her, mum. I love you. I hope you're listening. Um, she keeps all are academic things, which actually I kind of love because I really enjoy going home and going through it all. Not that I go home often now, I live in Australia. Um, but yeah, it's quite a good idea. I used to be like, why? I don't want to see any of this. And this actually, you know what? We can use this point. I didn't ever want to read my reports. I didn't want to see how I did in school. I didn't want to see my attainment stuff. I didn't want to read like achievements or lack of achievements, whatever. Because every single goddamn report was she doesn't listen in the classroom like she thrives outdoors she loves talking to friends and playing with friends but she doesn't listen in the classroom or she needs to focus more on her work or she needs to put more into her academics and don't get me wrong I loved some of my teachers I'm still friends with some of them now um maybe they're listening hi if you are um but yeah I really struggled to read that and be like god imagine telling a child like I'm in primary school I remember my headmistress at primary school again god bless her she was a great woman but she told me I shouldn't apply to the schools I wanted to apply to because I wasn't as clever as my sisters. And yeah, she just tried to steer me off that track. And I was like, wow, imagine telling a child that who's in year six and all she wants to do is just make other people like 
just make other people be like, yeah, you're, you're good at this. Um, I'll be honest, all I cared about was sport. I still do care about sport more than academics. Mm, no, that's actually not true. I loved doing my master's and I loved doing my undergrad. So maybe they're unbalanced now. But as a child, I'm sorry I didn't care about maths or science. Um, all most things. Anyway, I ended up doing the exams and I got into wherever I wanted to get into. And yeah, I got a sports scholarship, but I didn't take it because I went to the school I thought was better. And you know what? We're, we are really rambling. Um, I'm glad I went to that school. I'm glad my life worked out the way it did because everything has... Everything comes for a reason, like I said last time, and it's shown me a lot. But my point being, I didn't want to read these reports and these academic attainment records or whatever they call them nowadays. Um because they just all seemed so negative and they all seemed the same thing and I couldn't understand I was like why don't I concentrate in the classroom like surely as a child if you're recognizing that these children aren't concentrating in classrooms and I know I wasn't the only one god I was so far from being the only one but you know when these kids like they can't concentrate in the classrooms it's not just that they don't want to like some kids literally can't sit in a chair for more than half an hour I know I get so bored and so fidgety and so agitated and then it builds up to into like anxious energy and I do struggle being in like big crowds sometimes and I think that comes from just being like ah I need to like go elsewhere so I really empathize with kids nowadays who are just sat in a chair for their whole day and obviously we need some sort of education system but my point is it's crafted for a very one like it's crafted for like one type of brain and one type of like behavior and whatever and it's not um, you know, you've got, like, special schools and stuff, but a general school isn't crafted to all these different abilities and whatever. And my point with that is that being diagnosed with... I don't know if diagnosed is the right word, labelled, whatever you want to call it, but being told I have ADHD was so freeing because I was like, oh, my God, my brain doesn't think the same as so many people that I went to school with or even my sisters, and that is why I, you know, I maybe struggled a bit more in school or didn't do as, like... I didn't have as much interest in certain things. It's not because I'm stupid or because I'm different and, like, not okay. It's just because my brain is genuinely, like, wired differently. And it was fascinating. And I've done a lot of, like, research into um, ADHD and, like, neurodivergency and all that sort of stuff. I love research. And I won't bore you with all of that. But when my um, psychiatrist looked at my child reports um I sent them to him from my mum and he was like it's so obvious all the reports are saying the same thing they've all got the same pattern they've all got this thing saying you can't concentrate there was one from I can't remember it was what if I was in year four it was the age of four either or you're still fucking young and it was like she's showing signs of anxiety and she can't sit still in her class and I'm like surely there's something there like surely you look at that and think maybe we need to look into this. I don't know. I mean, teachers, I am not saying this is your issue. I'm really, really not saying that. It's such a bigger, broader issue in the education system and schooling. It is nothing to do with the teachers. I do understand that you have so much more on your plate and teachers are incredible. Um, But my point is just that these reports all seem so negative and so like, she's doing really well, but... And there were so many buts. And whilst maybe that made me you know it makes you it doesn't make you realize things and like stuff you need to work on but it just could be so negative and when I got told I had ADHD I was like okay but this is why and now, now being an adult god, 
so far from being an adult. Now being a 25-year-old, um, I can see behaviours a lot more that are to do with ADHD. And I'm not, you know, I joked about it before about being like, it's such a good excuse. And I don't mean like, yeah, okay, I do. I do joke and I'm, I blame it on the ADHD. But when I say excuse, I mean like, I might do something or something might happen and I react a certain way. And instead of getting worked up in the way that I reacted or the way I behaved or the way I thought about things, which I used to really, really do, and I'd get so hung up on it and overthink it and be like, but why? Like, why do I do this? I can't change it if I don't understand it. Why can't I understand it? Now I'm like, okay, Sarah, this is because your brain is wired a certain way. And that way is now labeled in this book as ADHD, whether people believe in labels or not. It is what it is. Let's roll with it for this podcast episode. Um, so, I, yeah, I show these certain behaviors and traits and thinking and thoughts and processes, whatever, that are labeled as ADHD. And that in itself makes me feel so much better because I can just take a step back from the situation and be like, okay, I reacted that way or I'm feeling this way or I'm processing something this way and... It's because my brain is different, because I have ADHD, so let's take one step back and try and look at the situation, whatever it is, from a, what's the word? I can't think of the word, like a, not necessarily a different perspective or a different point of view, but from a, like, an educated point of view that, you know, I've got ADHD and it's, what's the word, like, blurred my thought processing skills maybe in this situation, um... I don't think that made any sense. Oh, God. I'm trying, guys. I'm really trying. Um, anyway, the point is, I just take a step back from situations now, and instead of getting worked up and getting stressed out about the way that I've maybe reacted or perceived this, I can now be like, it's okay. Take five. Take ten. Whether that's minutes, hours, days, whatever. Take the time you want. And process it in a way that you feel comfortable. Um... And that is how I do think that ADHD is like a superpower because just acknowledging that in itself is really beneficial and it can really make you look at situations maybe differently. Um, I remember actually my tutor at uni, um, I had her because I also am dyslexic um, and she really helped me with essays and stuff. And she showed me this poster once and she was like, all of these famous people or like academics or these really well-known people, whatever, um, are struggling with ADHD, dyslexia, or autism. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I can relate to the dyslexic people, but all the people who struggle with dyslexia, sorry, politically correct terms, I don't really know. Um, so I was like, I can relate to them, and that is quite, like, empowering, but I can't relate to the people who struggle with ADHD and autism. And now I'm like, fuck, it's all kind of one and the same. It's not an it, you know? Like, these the neurodivergency um things overlap the same with all sort of illnesses or labels or whatever we're talking about Oops, sorry just hit the microphone um all these things overlap and I can now relate to them and I do think I feel so much more empowered with my especially in my career you know I'm not shy of telling people like yeah I do have ADHD and no you actually don't need to accommodate it because I now embrace it and use it as a way to empower myself and be like this is going to help me think differently or act differently or behave differently. And like my psychiatrist said, I think I mentioned in the lab pod, last podcast, he was like, you show signs of bipolar. 
And he was like, you haven't got into trouble with that, so we don't need to, you know, investigate it or talk about it anymore. Um, and that's how I feel with my ADHD, touch wood. I've never, it's never got me into trouble, apart from maybe at school, I'll throw it back. Um, but now in this sort of age, it's not getting me in trouble. It's actually really benefiting me. Um, so I don't, I don't feel the need to tell people as like, it's not a warning, you know, it's like, oh, by the way, I struggle with ADHD. I just make light of it and I'm like, okay, when I get the zoomies before bed, they are chaotic, <laughs> but that's definitely the ADHD. Um, okay, sorry, just had a brain freeze. Um, I needed some water. But yeah, I feel like I've said the letters ADHD a lot in this episode, but that's what it's all about. Um, and it's been interesting because I, like I say, I've done some research. I've also watched silly, funny TikToks on it um, and read some things on Twitter, which is also great. Um, and talked to some people as well about it. And it's so uncommon. And I used to think it was such... Not necessarily such a bad thing, but I used to sort of, you know, the stigma and the taboo classic with labels because it's always the naughty kids. You know, it's always the boys in school who are naughty or who have these negative behaviours that don't fit in with the, like, the general consensus. Um, They're always the ones that have ADHD and it's not going to help in the classroom and it's something that they need to fix and they need to work on. But actually, that's not true. Um, and side note, the reason I said boys there, not women, is because actually it's harder for women to get um, to sort of acknowledge that they have ADHD and then also get a diagnosis and get um, help with it because um, I think what I read was that we're much better at masking it, but I can't cite that and I can't quote it and I can't reference it, so I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but take that as a fact that it is harder for women. Um, I don't entirely know why. Well, I do, but... I can't think of it right now, so I'm not going to say it on the podcast because I don't want people coming at me. Um, but yeah, that's why I said boys. And also what, what I wanted to talk about was that it's not, you know, it, it's not the people that are causing, it's not the reason, like ADHD and causing mayhem isn't one and the same and it's not cause and effect and it's not like, oh, they're creating this trouble and they've got ADHD and there's nothing we can do and they need to fix it themselves. Like, actually, no, it's not something we need to fix. It's not something we need to, um, like, change. It's something I really believe in. Again, going back to the education system, like, this is such a high-up, long-term thing that probably won't happen anytime soon, but would be incredible if it did, um, is when we look at, like, labels and how people's brains work and stuff, instead of just going to psychologists and psychiatrists and all of that sort of stuff. Yes, that is so helpful and beneficial, but I also think we actually need to take like brain scans. I find brain scans fascinating. I love looking at brain scans and being like, oh my God, like these neurons are firing differently. This wiring is actually different. Um, I really would find that fascinating to have like my brain scanned and then go and see like a therapist, psychologist, whatever, based on that. Because I think it's such a much more, a much better understanding of like that holistic health approach of like, okay, we have our physical aspect of like, this is what your brain looks like when X, Y, Z is happening. Um, And then you can link that into the emotional and mental like thought processes and behaviors and stuff. And then you can look at like how physically you can adapt your life to help that. Um, And I just think that is such an incredibly empowering holistic approach, but I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole here. But my point being that, like, having ADHD is not something you really need to, like, fix. And it's not something you need to shy away from. 
and also, sorry, I need another water break. Um, yeah, it's not something you need to fix. It's not something you need to shy away from. And it's also not something you need to be like, I, I can't apply for this job or I can't go for that opportunity or I'm going to struggle because I have this ADHD and it puts me behind a lot of other people who I'm going to be either working with or against or whatever because I think that's, like, it's really sad that that's where a lot of people's perspectives are at. Um, and I know it's not an easy thing to change, but I hope that in this episode and me rambling, maybe whether it's someone with ADHD or someone who knows someone who has ADHD or just someone who's nothing to do with ADHD, that maybe you've got a new perspective on it and actually you can look at it and be like, that is empowering and it is cool. You know, I think it is really fucking cool that people's brains genuinely work differently. How boring if... I've said this before, like, how boring if we all had the same opinions and we did the same things. Like, everyone was just saying, that is so weird. It's such a horribly weird concept to think about, actually. But it would just be so boring. And I, so I think it's also when you actually look at people's brains and look at MRI scans and stuff, and again, like, the neurons and whatever, I think it's really cool that people are genuinely, like, genetically and, like, what's the word? Neurologically? No, that's not a word, Sarah. Um, that we're different. We'll just go with the simple, that we're different in some way. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. And I'm going to love you and leave you there because we've also hit almost hit 20 minutes. Um, I feel like I may have spoken really fast. Anyway, I hope that was some sort of cool, insightful, not really education because it's not an education podcast. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. And again, if you got to this point... Well done. Thank you. Kudos. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.